Welcome to the Amazing Apps Show for Microsoft business applications creators who want to make amazing, agile, Dynamics 365 and Power Platform applications that everyone will love. Hi, I'm your host, Neil Benson. In this episode, I describe the role of the product owner in Scrum and how it applies to our Dynamics 365 and Power Platform projects. You'll find show notes and a transcript for this episode at amazingapps.show slash three. Ireland beat England this weekend to win the Rugby Union Six Nations Grand Slam trophy on St. Patrick's Day. And Dermot tells me he's been on a training course for the last three days and is unable to join me for this episode. I reckon he's still celebrating and dancing in the streets somewhere. Good on you, Dermot. Hope you make it back safely for our next episode. In this session, I wanted to highlight the role of the product owner in Dynamics 365 projects. Let's dive in. The product owner is the person ultimately responsible for maximizing the value of Dynamics 365. If you're the most senior stakeholder in the organization implementing Dynamics 365 and the project's your responsibility, then you're the product owner. It's your job to decide the goal for each sprint, to prioritize the product backlog, to accept completed features and decide when to release them into production. The product owner makes the trade-off between features, timelines, budget, and quality to achieve as many of the project's outcomes as possible. The product owner is the critical link between the Scrum team and the project stakeholders, and it's their job to represent the users by defining and prioritizing the user's requirements. The product owner also communicates the Scrum team's progress back to the other stakeholders in the organization. In my experience, product backlog management is the key to successfully maximizing the value of the Scrum team. Here are five ways the product owner manages the product backlog. Number one, optimizing the development team's work by participating in sprint planning, sprint review, and sprint retrospective meetings. Participating in these Scrum events is crucial. Two, by clearly expressing product backlog items. In my Dynamics 365 projects, this means writing good user stories with meaningful titles and descriptions. Number three, by helping the dev team understand the product backlog items by adding acceptance criteria and discussing the items during backlog refinement and sprint planning events. Number four, prioritizing the product backlog so that the most valuable items are at the top. Highest value usually means the most valuable to the organization, but the product owner can take any other factors into account to achieve the organization's goals for the project. And number five, making the product backlog transparent and highly visible to both the Scrum team and the Dynamics 365 users and the organizations of their stakeholders. Everyone should know what's in the product backlog and what's going to be worked on next. I've worked with lots of great product owners on my Dynamics CRM and Dynamics 365 projects. Here's a quick shout out to Debbie at Premier Medical, Peter at Guy's Hospital, Beth at Advantage Solutions, Steve at American Homes, and Frida, one of our current clients. Here are some characteristics all those product owners shared. Domain expertise. The product owner needs to understand the organization's industry, the organization itself, including history, structure, processes, the organization's stakeholders, including their objectives and some of their politics, and having a deep appreciation of the users and what they want and need. Leadership expertise, including a compelling vision for how Dynamics C65 is going to help the organization meet its goals, the ability to make decisions that involve those trade-offs between features, budget, timelines, and quality, and the authority to make those decisions stick, even when some stakeholders don't get their way, and the communication and people skills to engage and become trusted by the users, the Scrum team, 
on the project stakeholders. Accountability. Accountability for the success of Dynamics 365. This involves being committed to meeting the project's objectives as the highest priority in their work. Being comfortable as the person responsible for making decisions and owning the outcomes of those decisions and making him or herself available to the Scrum team. The perfect product owner then is somebody who's expert in their industry, expert in the organization, with the stakeholders and the users, is a leader who possesses a vision, decisive decision-making authority, and has the people skills to engage the stakeholders on the Scrum team, and is accountable by being committed to the project, responsible for its outcomes, and available to the Scrum team. But you know what? The perfect product owner doesn't exist. I've worked with some fantastic product owners and massively successful Dynamics 365 projects, and none of them met all of those criteria. Sometimes you just have to do the best with who you've got and have your Scrum Master coach the product owner as far as possible. So how does a successful product owner spend their time? Product owners spend a significant amount of their time managing the backlog. They write the user stories, prioritize them, add acceptance criteria, and explain them and answer questions about them with the dev team. They'll spend a few hours in the sprint planning meeting to help the dev team understand the sprint goal and develop the sprint backlog. They'll often attend the daily scrums to get a sense of the dev team's progress, to answer any questions and resolve any day-to-day issues. They'll accept completed items during the sprint review and confirm the priority of items at the top of the backlog. Most product owners also have got some project governance responsibilities, working with the project management office or the project steering group. That leaves them less than 50% of their time for their real job. I've never worked with a product owner that could just give up whatever their job was before the Dynamics project to become a full-time product owner. Let's take a look at how we can help product owners with this capacity challenge. So help can come from proxy product owners. A proxy product owner is someone that the ultimate product owner has delegated some of their responsibility to. Here's a couple of examples. A proxy product owner could be a business analyst who can help the product owner express product backlog items by writing user stories and helping the dev team understand those stories. It could be a quality analyst who helps the product owner with writing good acceptance criteria and testing the stories to make sure they meet the acceptance criteria and the definition of done. It could be a change manager to work with the project stakeholders to communicate progress and organize user training in the features being deployed in the next release. Or perhaps a project analyst to manage budgets, risks, and resources. If your product owner is going to be assisted by a proxy product owner, make sure that there's still one single person acting as the chief product owner and that that person is still responsible for prioritizing the product backlog. In many situations, One or two proxy product owners can help, but ensure that you don't end up with a committee of product owners. If you've got two product owners because you're deploying Dynamics 365 to two different divisions within an organization, then really you've got two different projects. Either split your Scrum team into two or deploy Dynamics in one division after the other. Here are my top 10 tips for product owners. Number one, find a Scrum Master you can trust. The relationship between the product owner and the Scrum Master is critical to the success of your project. Usually, as the product owner, you're employed by the Microsoft customer implementing Dynamics 365, and the Scrum Master is employed by a Microsoft Partner or maybe your internal IT department. There should be a healthy tension in that relationship. As one of my clients puts it, the relationship between the product owner, the Scrum Master, and the dev team should be like the relationship between someone building a house, their architect, and the builder, usually two of those parties gang up and don't like the other one at some point in the project. Number two, know your stakeholders. One of the smartest things you can do, politically and productively, is to get really close to your stakeholders, especially your users. Get to understand their perspective. Good product owners sit with their users and understand their roles today 
and what they want from the new system. Separate what they want from what they really need and be clear on their needs inside and out. Validate that you're prioritizing the product backlog based on what the stakeholders really need rather than your own assumptions. Number three, realize that you're part of the team. The Scrum team includes you, the product owner, but you don't run the team. It's your job to make the hard decisions and prioritize the team's work, but you're not in control. You're part of the team, you're not running the team. Number four, let the dev team design and develop the features. I've seen product owners clash with dev teams when they try and tell developers how to implement a feature. It's your role to provide guidelines regarding things like the acceptability of custom development or third-party apps, or which system is going to be the system of record, but work with your dev team to understand the options and their recommendation. Number five, you don't own the estimates. It's the dev team's role to estimate the complexity of product backlog items. The product owner can definitely work with the dev team to understand surprisingly high estimates, but don't try and force developers into your estimates. They're the ones performing the work. Number six, let the dev team organize itself. Don't ask Leon to implement this feature or Vanessa to implement that one. Trust the developers to organize themselves. Work with your Scrum Master if you see any issues, but step back and allow the dev team to self-organize. Number seven, minimize meetings. Scrum's already got planning, review, and retro meetings every sprint and a daily Scrum every day. Some product owners get carried away with long backlog refinement meetings. I recommend short story time sessions to clarify future backlog items with some of the developers. Time box every meeting and stick to your time box. Number eight, use all the tools you can. As well as the Scrum board, try using burn up or burn down charts. Reminders about the definition of done. Story maps and any other tools you can to help the dev team or to help make your life easier. Number nine, be negotiable. Work collaboratively with your Scrum master and dev team especially when they request to work on technical debt. Technical debt is when Dynamics 365 has become more complex than necessary and could be simplified so that it's easier to extend, maintain, or upgrade. Let your team pay down technical debt by refactoring the system occasionally. And finally, number 10, get certified. There's lots of good resources available for product owners, including books and training courses. If this is your first time as a product owner, consider the Professional Scrum Product Owner Certification from scrum.org to help you learn the basics. Finally, where do good product owners come from? I found that the best product owner is a senior stakeholder in your organization within the division or department that will be using Dynamics 365. This could be a sales, marketing, customer service executive, maybe even an operations or finance leader. Unless you're deploying Dynamics 365 as an IT service management system, the product owner shouldn't be an IT person. And don't try and mix the product owner role with another Scrum team role, such as the Scrum Master or Developer. The product owner's role is to choose which problems to solve, the developer's role is to solve those problems, and the Scrum Master's role is to coach everyone else in the application of the Scrum framework to solving complex problems. Okay, that's it for product owners. Be expert, be visionary, be accountable, and be available. I'll see you in the next episode when Dermot's back, I hope, and we'll be discussing the role of the Scrum Master. Thanks so much for listening to the Amazing Apps podcast. You can join the show's mailing list at amazingapps.show. You'll get a personalized welcome video from yours truly and a notification when there's a new episode available. There are also shortcuts so you can follow the show on all major podcast players. And you can follow Amazing Apps show on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. 
You can send me a message or a voicemail if you'd like your question answered on a future episode and even support the show through Buy Me A Coffee or by buying an Amazing Apps t-shirt. Visit amazingapps.show. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you. Until next time, take care and keep sprinting.